Hey, Sidebar listeners, we got to talk to you again about our favorite sponsor, Boston Beer Ventures. I don't know about you, but the way things have been going for the past few months, I'm getting a little bit stir crazy, getting a little bit bored, looking for something to do. Alex, are you feeling the same way? No, Ellen, I am I'm living <laughs> just a laugh a minute here trapped inside my house with my family. Yes, I, and in answer to your question, <laughs> yes, I'm totally open to doing something new and different. In the words of Pee Wee Herman, ah! <laughs> that's pretty much it. So you know what you got to do, people? I've got an idea for you. It works. It's happening. Boston Beer Ventures will create a virtual beer tasting for you and your friends. You say to yourself, Ellen, that's insane. How does it work? Let me tell you. She will talk to you. You connect with Anne Francis, the founder of Boston Beer Ventures. She'll say, what kind of beer do you like? Do you like IPAs? Are you a Guinness drinker? Do you like a lager? What's your dealio? She'll get a sense of what you feel like tasting. She'll understand what your friends are like. Imagine that, someone who understands what your friends are like. What she'll do is she'll put together a package for you. She will deliver to you your house, the snacks, the beers, the whole setup. And then when you're ready, you and your pals will Zoom live with Anne and she will walk you through and teach you all about beer. So imagine you're one of those people, I, I believe it or not, I include myself, who don't know that much about beer. It's shocking the amount of beer I drink and how little I understand it about craft beers, really well-made beers. And you'll discover new stuff. So you'll be the coolest kid you know. You'll discover new beers. Like, Alex, have you discovered a new beer from Boston oh Beer Ventures? Yes, yes. So I did one with Anne during the summer and she brought us all the blind tasting. And one of my favorites was this one called um, Juniper Rose. And it's from, it's a collaboration between Four Quarters Brewing and the Pink Boot Society, which she taught us. The Pink Boot Society are all these female movers and shakers in the beer industry. Very, very cool. And I would have never found it on my own. Nice. See, there's, that's just one there. I look on the website. I've never heard of Austin Street Brewery. You know, I don't know that. I've never tried Boom Sauce. I'm afraid of it because of its name, but I'm willing to give it a shot if she tells me it's good. So contact Boston Beer Ventures. You can go look on their website to learn more. You can contact Anne at bostonbeerventures at gmail.com. And of course, sidebar listeners, if you mention Total Sidebar, you get 20% off, right? Boom. Don't even tell your friends. Charge them full freight for their shares in the party. Oh so get your butt in gear, go to Boston Beer Ventures, and have yourself some fun. Am I right? Boom sauce. <laughs> did, you see the, did you see the new baby gorilla that was born via C-section? Whoa. What? Where? The new, uh, and, uh, it was around here. At I the think. gorilla place. The gorilla place. Like, it really was store. like, like the Beth, like the, I think it was like Beth Israel or Brigham Women's. I can't remember what it was. They helped out because this, this. Was mommy, it at Franklin Park Zoo? Local local gorilla? I don't know. I you know I saw it's a half baked story you started. Yeah, I'm just telling you that they like this tiny little preemie gorilla was born and it was like like two pounds or something and and they had to they had to birth a BSC section. Oh, she's got to be so bummed about that scar. Yeah, but she gets five days in the hospital then if she's true. That's a break. What gorilla doesn't want that? Trust me. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Total Sidebar. I am your hostess, Ellen Cumley. I found two lovely contestants to join me as co-hosts. Say hello, Jen Palmer. Hello. Can I be contestant number one? Yes, you are contestant number one. But right on your heels comes contestant number two. Say hello, Alexandra Shumway. Hi, 
Ellen. I'm a Gemini. I have three kids and I'm ready to play. Oh my, we really have some energetic contestants here today. That was horrible. <laughs> Let's try not to do that again. Wow. Alex always comes to play. It's true. It's true. How are you ladies? How's it going? Doing well, Ellen. It's Friday and that makes me happy. Same. You know what? Regardless of the fact that the whole world has gone, as we like to say, to hell in a handbasket, pretty much, TGIF will still always be TGIF. Totally. Even if, even if your options for after F into Saturday and Sunday are more limited than they might normally be, it's still the weekend. Still the weekend coming. Yep. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. So we're going to celebrate that. We're going to celebrate it hard. Celebrate. <laughs> we're going to touch that. Hard, I, I did not want to touch yeah. that at all. So. Why we just keep okay, going? not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> just, we ran into a wall. Um, I have, you know me, with my to be continued, I have something to follow up on from our last episode. And my favorite part of this is that you guys completely forget everything that we talked about the minute you walk out of the podcast. So it's always a surprise. The first one is this is a totally simple one. We didn't know what Keanu Reeves' name meant, Keanu. Oh, you said it was Hawaiian, right? And yeah, so I went and looked up what Keanu means. Mm-hmm. And it's just another reason to love and worship him forever. It means cool breeze above the sea. Oh, and that is that. Lovely. Right? And he the fact is a is, cool breeze. He's, he, sure he is, is 100% a cool breeze. His dad is Hawaiian or was Hawaiian, even I though he is that. not. But his dad was Hawaiian. Where yes, did he exactly. Grow up? And he was born in Beirut. And then I can't, I know of all things. I don't, I can't remember what dad was doing over there. Um, And then he came to the U.S. as a small child. I can't remember where he was raised. Wow. Okay. I didn't get the full Keanu biography. I just wanted to get that. That's pretty good though. Cool breeze. some good background. Yeah. Pretty nice. He is just the gift that keeps on giving, isn't he? He's everything. This is more important. All right, let's get to this. More important than Keanu? Well, we were talking about gumshoes. We were talking about high-run PIs. So... As everybody knows, we're all on the trail of Bob Anderson, my high school sweetheart, and we're hitting dead ends. I mean, it really, it's like, this could be a miniseries that just goes on and on and on and on. Totally. So I thought, first thing to do, let's go see what it costs to hire a private investigator. Let's just do, let's work the numbers. Um, so just so you know, pretty affordable, could be, depends on the length of work. Expect to pay between, I don't know, 50 and $70 an hour. So okay. Minimum retainer, 1500 bucks on average. Okay. This is just coming off the interweb, so who knows. Um, my favorite thing, though, is there's a question for you guys. What do you think the most common logo for a private investigator? What are oh, the, the magnifying, magnifying glass. glass? Boom, that's number one. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. of course. And what do you think the second most popular object is after a magnifying glass? A gun? No, Jesus, no. I don't know. Everybody's don't know. not killing everybody. Um, for um, what else would a... Binoculars. Nope, that's a good one. But nope, what would a 1930s Humphrey Bogart? Oh, a hat, a fedora. You got yeah, it. Yep, yep. So, and I thought, and a bunch of them have both like, okay, wait a second. That's Sherlock Holmes meets Humphrey Bogart totally. in a weird PI mashup. Yep. Yeah, they're good. And, and it's, it's all hilarious. clip art. You know, yes, it's oh, it's, it's, it's so funny in 2020. That's what they're doing is like, hey, yeah. I got a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, we have some that are just random. It's like, it's an eagle. <laughs> sure. Or the American flag. 
(laughs) Just when in doubt, just throw the flag out, you know, can't hurt you. The other thing though, which was kind of semi-disturbing is I looked down the list of services, like what are the things, what are the most common things that people hire private investigators for? Cheating on your spouse. Um, I will call that where, yeah. surveillance. Yes, yeah, surveillance is what we call it. Oh, that. got it. Yeah. Oh, I thought. Yeah. Oh, so I was. So gonna that's say, one. That's pa- say, usually for partners and for employers if they're checking. Uh, like yeah. if someone. Oh, I oh. mean employees. Like if you're hiring someone, if you think that an employee is doing stealing or doing something, uh-huh. you might hire a private investigator to tail really? them and see if they're selling stereos at the back of their back of their truck. Oh, okay. Something like that. Meanwhile, meanwhile, all of a sudden I'm thinking like, what have I put in my email lately? Oh my God. <laughs> I know. Um, but wait a minute. So, I so that's would, one. So I would say um, uh, uh, hacking into someone's emails and computers and all that jazz. Not really. You would get a cybersecurity guy to do that. I don't know. Oh, if it, look at it you. Would be like, like you know all this. She's like, no, that's clearly, no. that's clearly... <laughs> Under the um, do you understand? The of- do you understand the type of oh. positions I've operated in? Yes, Jen. What about like insurance fraud? People who say that they like hurt their necks and they really didn't, and they're on disability and stuff. That would probably be surveillance too. That oh, would probably okay. fall in surveillance oh, so too. Is one is I'll give you some hints. One okay, is give us another example. Okay, so one is background checks, right? Oh, Going yeah, and, okay. and checking and seeing if that person actually rented in that place. Did the guy actually work in that place? They will go check that out for you. Missing persons like Bob Anderson, if you're sure. trying to hunt somebody oh. down. Um, and then the other ones are child custody is a big oh. one. So if yeah. you are trying, if you're fighting a custody battle and you're trying to gather reasons you, to, you, you know, hate your spouse. Yeah. Yep. But that and feels then, like surveillance to me. Yeah. No. No, but it could be any kind of. Yeah, I'm sure there is surveillance involved. But if you're also just hunting down records or um, oh, asking okay. friends stuff, and then the other ones like cri- what you think of criminal investigations, they could. So say you got accused of a crime, you could hire a private investigator to go re-interview uh, um, witnesses, you know, or review the materials and see if there are holes. Like they can help you with that stuff. So I just want to say the gumshoe. Don't underestimate the power of. No. Bringing them on board, on board your team. I don't know if you looked into this at all, but do they have to have any sort of qualifications? Like, is there like a certificate you get or do you, is it just, you just have a, a flair for it? I, you know what? That will be a to be continued because okay. I did not look into the gumshoe okay. training. Just I'm curious. not there. I mean, I'm, I'm, there's a part of me that's, a part of me that's marginally interested in this. Like, huh. <laughs> could I was going to say because on their, on their, uh, on their website, it's like about Alex is a great private investigator. Yep. She enjoys watching LA Law. She uh, knows every cool. season of CSI. <laughs> totally. That's right. And she has a fedora and a huge yeah. magnifying glass. She's, mm-hmm. she's your gal. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. I don't know. There has to be, there's got to be something somewhere for you to, I don't know if it's to get certified as an investigator, but for you to get access to some of the things you'd want to get access to, you have to get certified in something. There's just yeah. no way you're going to be able to say, okay, so this guy over here, Timmy Smith, he'd like to look at the court records, please. You know, yeah. A lot of them are old know. cops, so they, yes. they have access to oh, all that stuff. yeah. I've seen that also in yeah. movies. By the way, when I said LA yeah, me Law, too. I obviously meant Law and Order. Okay. I was yeah. thinking, boy, you're really going back. <laughs> yeah, you I was like, LA Law. I oh meant Law and Order. Dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I lived in LA them, when like, LA Law was hot. Oh, wow. So I looked almost as good as Susan Day. So picture oh, me as Susan Day in Los Angeles, LA Law. Yeah. Yep. Harry Hamlin and Susan Day. Oh, don't even. It's Corbin getting hot in here. Is his name? Woo! 
Corbin. Oh, Corbin Burnson. Corbin Burnson. Yeah. Oh, and then Blake dog. Underwood, wasn't he? Yes. Blair, in the practice? Blair, Blair Underwood. Oh, yep. so. Didn't he fall down an elevator? He went into an open elevator door and fell in, and that's was how that he got him? killed or in the show. Somebody about, else. Yeah. I thought that's how he got killed. In the, someone got killed in the oh, show. Jimmy right? Smith. Jimmy Smith. He was, was one Jimmy of them too. Everybody was on yes. that show. Yes. Dude. Good show. Let's go back. Let's let's start binging old L.A. Law. I'm hey, writing down L.A. Law. You, listeners, if you can find us where to binge L.A. And Law. What, what's the theme song? Can someone come up with that? No. I have the wrong. I've got, got the real, wrong. I keep thinking. I know. Now I've, I've got, got Law and Order, order in my head. In my head. <laughs> right. Can I, something dun, dun. Else? Yeah. can I tell oh. you two? Funny Ooh, story. Literally song. yesterday, my daughter, Georgia, who is 15 years old, she was humming something. And I looked at her and I was like, what are you humming? She goes, I don't know. I'm just humming something. I was like, do you know what you're humming? Let me just tell you, this is what she started humming. Dallas. Dallas. I was like, you are humming the theme song to Dallas. She's like, no, I don't even know what that is. It's because I was like, my kids were singing last night in the kitchen, that song by, uh, Corinne Bailey Ray, girl, put your records yeah, that's on. True. I'm like, it's probably how do you know that? It's from the yeah. 90s. And they're like, TikTok. So yeah. yeah. At least they're when unearthing some good stuff for them. I know. I love when they'll do that and you'll be like, uh, you'll start sing along and they look at you and they're like, like how do you know this song? I'm like, well, I knew it before you did. You yeah, before you were born. Before you were born. Of course, oh. our parents probably said the same thing when we were like, oh my God, I found this like awesome song. <laughs> it's by this I, guy named Stevie Wonder. They're like, yeah. oh, we've heard of them. I, I don't know. This world is different. This world is faster. Agreed. They have access to too much stuff. We shut it down. Let's just shut this internet down shut right now. Down. Oh Everybody, God. just take a break. Okay, listeners. I'm sorry, listeners. Jen is Jen is um, yeah. Anyway, Jen. Jennifer has got a fan. Yeah, I, I'm having like, a hot flash. Okay, so I've, I've got a paper fan, and I'm literally she's just myself. she's flapping it at herself. It'll be but it's over in like thirty seconds. The best know, is great. when she yes, what she's doing right now. She's lifting up her hair and fanning the back of her neck right yep. now. That's yep. the best. Yeah, I like to keep it professional here on the podcast. No, you do. Jeez. I mean, and this is where, like, we're going to, some of the Hollywood agents are watching this episode. And Wait I, till they see my fan that I bought off of Amazon. Two, no, it looks like you're doing a hair ad. Your hair is, like, moving in the breeze. Well, Her supple hair. And whenever we get on these Zooms, listeners, she's always very Beyonce-esque because she's got a fan blowing out. Her hair is, like, flowing me. Coming at her. <laughs> Ellen and I are sitting like, I'm hot. The very literal definition of the word, H-O-T, hot. You are. You are. All right. All right. If you're ready, I say like it or not. This one just came into my head out of nowhere on the planet, and we're just going to try it and see what you do. And we have to make believe you're living in normal times. Okay. Like it or not. Hibachi... Or performance chef restaurants. All right, I'll, you can go I'll, first, I'll start with this one. So my children love them. They love them. Oh my god! And it never gets old. Every time it's like, where do you guys want to go for your birthday dinner? Hibachi. Um, <laughs> again. Now look, I give these guys. I now give them. A, look. I give them a ton of credit. You know, the way that they, they you know, throwing the knives. Yeah, then, you know, the egg, and then they catch it, and it 
splits and it's great and the shrimp and they catch it in the hat and you know the little like the onion volcano like it is it's performance art and you know what it's it's fun it's it's the food is fine but you at the end of the day for family of five you're dropping like 170 bucks on yeah. rice and steak and some vegetables. And that's the extent of it. Again, I get it. It's dinner and a show, whatever. But we now go and the kids do that. And we wind up just being like, you know what? We'll just snarking back sake. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah, I know. I'm like, we'll give her drinks. We'll just, whatever. But um, I mean, you know, they like it. You know what? It's kind of like when you go to like New York City or, or any city really and your kids see the street performers for the first time yeah. and they, you know, they're doing the break dancing and then they're like backflipping all over each other and the kids are mesmerized. They're like, this is amazing. And you watch it. You're like, this is amazing. These guys are really good. And then it ends and you walk away and then you go four blocks away and it's two other kids and they're doing the exact same thing. And the kid's like, can we watch it again? I'm like, it's the same routine. Have you learned <laughs> nothing? So I feel like that, like hibachi is the street performance inside a restaurant with a very hot grill and some food that aside good on them they're pretty talented jennifer uh the street performers of the restaurant business. that's a good analogy i like that yeah that is good um yeah alexander everything you said is correct including the onion volcano and but my god the price tag holy so crap it's like four times what you would pay for Chinese food. You're For the four Chinese cubes of food. beef that exactly. you're getting. Yeah. Right. Totally. Okay. And and you know, I I liked so I had a I had a coworker, a friend one time, and uh we would go to her house for dinner and her husband and I would kind of stand in the corner, not making fun of her, but being like, boy, we are not on the same page here. She loved for the food to look good. She spent hours on like, you know, the table decor and what the food would look like presentation wise. And then you ate the food, you're like, meh, it was okay. Hmm. I, I would much rather, I've always said, I don't care if the food that I cook looks like shit, as long as it tastes delicious. And I sure. love to cook and I love to eat because that I think is what should be rewarded, not the aesthetics of it all but really although the, your food always looks good i don't know what you're yeah it looks good too. oh i've served some yeah. some slop looking shit before but <laughs> some whatever. decent goulash but it was delicious right <laughs> yeah i mean come on yeah come on. um but yeah no um so i hate to reward a restaurant for poor food yeah just because the guy can flip a shrimp into his shirt pocket <laughs> and that's Although exactly that is it. an impressive feat, I and won't lie. It's not something I can do. What's so, the name? What's the name of the famous chain of those? The original Benihana. Benihana. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah. And up into the hat on the top. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hey! And the flip, flip, flip. Woo! And it is. You're right. It's performance art. But I don't. If it was performance art for something else, I would happily pay yeah. the additional amount of money and and reward it. But it's food and it's not that good food right. and that bums me out so i think i did it for my kids same thing alexander like once or twice and then the next couple times we were like what about i'm like nope we're going Ew. somewhere else uh -uh. i don't want to reward that i just can't it's it's schlocky and it's a little you know eh. yeah it needs to die out it's about if it wasn't about food i wouldn't feel so passionate oh i will tell you though a little tip before we get to ellen mm -hmm. if your children or if you hang with someone who really loves going to hibachi stuff you can do it at lunch and it's like two thirds mm. of the price. And it's, it's, never, the, it's the exact it's same like thing. It's the same the matinee show. It's the matinee <laughs> show, yeah, you, which is usually less crowded and you get better seating. 
and really oftentimes it's, cheaper. It's and exactly as I said, yeah. literally the ex- the same show, the same food, it's maybe like tip. maybe like you know twenty five percent less, but it's yeah. fine. So. You might have an understudy for the chef, but <laughs> but you never okay. know. You don't that's, mind. They that's all not have the same reassuring. <laughs> I don't want an understudy with flying knives. I really, is, I'll pay the extra first day on the drill. 25%. No, yeah. this is, this is Corichi and this is his first day. So we are asking so everyone to put on these lead aprons just in case. Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I will tell you. Okay. So we are in violent agreement on this one, but mm. I'll say, I'll use another metaphor. I will call these restaurants. This is my issue with them. The bed and breakfast of restaurants because you are sharing a meal with other people around the table. So it's always this Great big table point. around yeah. this grill. I don't like communal tables. Like Agreed. I want to go to dinner with the people I want to go to dinner with. And we discussed this after your Nashville trip, remember? And yes. you said exactly that. It's like, okay, it, like it all of a sudden it grinds your conversation to a halt because you've got to make small talk with it. Can you pass some muffins? And I hate bed and breakfast because first of all, you're, you're, you're in somebody else's, you know, you're in somebody else's house and it feels like you're in somebody else's house. You can hear everything. Yes. And then you come down, it's like, oh good. Those two old people are still here and they look eager to chat at eight in the morning. And my kids love chatting at eight in the morning before I drag them up the ski mountain. They're psyched. They're psyched. Um, so I, let's see, I don't like hibachi restaurants because the food has is tasteless. The price is out of control and you have to share your sizzling table with a bunch of people yep. and I don't want to do that. So I'm thumbs down. I think we're all violent th- thumbs down. So when the world yeah. opens up again, they can stay close. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. we're fine. They can stay close. Let's try this one. Let's see where you guys are on this. This will be controversial. <laughs> Like, they, always they always are. They always just stop the world. All of a sudden, all the reporters are coming in. What did she say about hibachi yeah. restaurants? I know. Presidential debate. Who even cares? This is the debate you want to be this, a part of. This mm-hmm. is where you want to be. Like it or not, the Three Stooges. No, 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 no. <laughs> a thousand times no. Hate. How about can, can I start? Yep. Hey. Oh, please do. All right. I got two things. <laughs> Number one. It is the most simplistic form of humor you can find. Mm-hmm. It is like asking cave people to, perf- to, to be funny. Like, oh, let me hit him. Oh, he fell down. <laughs> let me do it again. No, let's do it a third time. I don't like physical comedy to begin with. I don't like their weird voices. Like, I don't, I, I, I don't even really watch them that much. Well, I never did. I'm sure you don't. I, I get like, that. I get that. Also, I, I don't understand why they have made the Hall of Fame of comedy. There are so many other funny people from that era. Well, I can't name any of them right now, but you know there Mr. must Keaton. be. Yep. There must be, right? They are just not that funny. And I think, and, and maybe I'll maybe we'll get some hate mail for this, but I truly feel as if it is a gender-specific type of comedy the only people that I know that love the Three Stooges are men. I've yet to stumble yep. across a woman who finds them to be hilarious. Right. I just don't. So, no, I don't find them funny. I don't know why they're put up on a pedestal. I don't know why they're like, seriously, why are they like part of American history? I don't get it. There's so many more failed sitcoms that have been funnier. Alex, you. <laughs> I, I could not agree more on everything. Um, 
I, it's just like, so here, so I have two dirty little secrets I'm going to share right now. Oh boy. And they may both be very, I know one is definitely going to be unpopular. Parents, but, get the kids out of the room. Yeah. Okay. Here, Jennifer's now Jennifer's shielding her face with a fan. Slapping her fan. So number one, I hate cartoons. All those wily coyotes and all of those like Casper the Friendly Ghost, all that, I hate them. I hated them as a child. I hated them. Just, it was also, it was so stupid and so mindless. And granted, I'm not exactly a Mensa member and I get that. However, I just like stuff that is so, such a colossal waste of time and energy and everything. Like it just, it makes me bananas. Oddly enough, my college roommate, she used to hate cartoons because she said it drove her crazy how long it must have taken to draw each one and do it. She thought it was, wow. that was such a waste of time. But anyway, so we were the same on that. My other thing that I don't like, and it is, it's, oh, it's elevated beyond the, the Three Stooges about 20 times, but it still drives me crazy. The thing I don't love is I love Lucy. You guys, I know, oh, and everybody has these confessions. I know, I know. Yeah, and you know we're what? Agree to disagree. And I would watch them, and the only parts I would really like were when Ricky came in and did his like Havana, you know, like the music Cuban and stuff. Band like, leader. Yes, yep. I loved that part. But when she's like, oh, Ricky, like that used to drive <laughs> me crazy. Like I liked, what was her name? Ethel, the one next door, or whatever. But I, it always just felt like it was too over the top. And that to me is is like elevated Three Stooges. So if that gets on my nerves and now we go back to Three Stooges, it is like I want to open a vein. I cannot even take it. It's so terrible. Hate it. Hate it. Ellen? Wow. A lot, a lot to process here. Um, not surprised to hear that. I agree with most of it. I will say that, I'll let's see. I can't remember the last time I ran into the Three Stooges, not in person at the grocery store. I mean, just just <laughs> on television. I I don't. I can't remember the last time I watched one like that. It, it popped up anywhere. I do know um, that there. That I think it's on. I think on like Sunday mornings you can find it oh. regularly on some cable channel or something like that because. Uh, I have a used-to-be friend that you guys know about whose boyfriend loves Three Stooges. Man, tell yes. tell sign. And I think you're absolutely right. That is a very male thing for some reason because of the slapstick humor and the simplicity of it. I don't know what it is. I will say it very much does remind me of being a little kid because it mm-hmm. was on on Saturdays or Sundays. It was a fallback for all of us. There's nothing else on. You, you know you've seen that Three Stooges dragging the refrigerator up the 20 flights of, of steps You know, for the 18th time. You have huge debates about um, Shemp versus Curly versus Curly Joe, the third Stooge. Which version do you like? like? It was a big part of growing up for me. So when I see it, it's almost like an historical document. Like I'm fascinated by the, God, this is the 1930s. And mm. these were the, were the little cartoons that were on before the movie features, right? In, in movie theaters. And this is what people would watch. And it's so simple that it, <clears throat> in some ways it's naive to me and it's comforting to me. But that said, never seek it out. No. Don't give it a second thought. Yes, it's dopey humor. But for me, it's just a throwback to a certain time in my life. It's more that than the quality of it itself. So I think Get I that. I, yes, yeah. if it it's, never showed up on television again, it would not be a loss in my life. Can I ask you a quick question though? Yeah. Take, take out the part of the equation where it's a uh, nostalgic comfort food for you. Right. Did you ever find it funny? As a kid? Yes. Yeah, you As didn't address Oh, you did. Oh. As a kid? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, definitely. Okay. It's like, you know, so it's coming. You know, it's coming. He's going to make him drink the fish. You know, it's coming. Like, yeah. yeah, when you're eight years old. Yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Yeah. But okay. you, but, but I'm a little older than you guys were. So, the, so the, the pickings, I know, oh. but the, but the pickings were maybe, maybe slimmer. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. But yeah, but, but I will say upon reflection, it was really my brother who liked to watch it. Mm-hmm. See, it's there a guy you thing. Go. It's yep. a guy. And thing. did you think it was funny because your brother thought it was funny? Maybe very Just well a could be. Bit. Very yeah. well could be. Yes, yeah. trying to fit in with the big brother. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, very well could be. All right, we'll finish up with this one. We'll finish up like it or not with this one. Um, we'll see. Like it or not, the Apple Watch. Oh, I don't like one. I know everybody who has them loves them. They think they're the greatest things of all time. And mm-hmm. the gym that I work out at, not at, I'm doing it virtually, but like they all, like they live and die by the Apple Watch and they're always looking at it. And as I said, people who have them love them. Yeah. I will tell you, this world, everything is getting smaller and motherfucking smaller. And my eyes are, getting, are getting worse, worse, and, worse, and, worse and, worse. and worse. I'm like, you know what I need? is like an iPad, not the mini, the big iPad on my wrist. And even then I'd be like, whoop, like how can I make the, the, the font bigger? So no, I'm not looking to get smaller. Even my phone right now, even my phone folks is getting too small for oh me. Oh my God, you're going to turn into the person who has the 47 point font that says, mom, can you scroll, pick and, me, scroll And up. can I tell you, Ellen, <laughs> I have a friend she doesn't listen to it. Her name is Jamie. It doesn't matter. She doesn't listen to the podcast. Phew. Anyway, I have a friend who's got it, and I and I constantly make fun of her. And she's like, "You, your arm is not long enough to look at your phone at your glasses." I'm like, "But I refuse." <laughs> so stupid. But um, the Apple Watch, yes. And you know what? Even when I'm typing on my phone, like with my with my you know fingers, I don't have massive hands. But even then, I'm like. Oh my God, these tiny little keyboards, it's like the keyboard for the size of a Barbie doll. And, and I'm always making mistakes. Can you imagine doing it on a phone? Can the phone? I, I think, I, I I mean, think the idea, I think the idea is you're just supposed to talk to it. Well, I think. okay, fine. Yeah, I no, think. I guess. And I talk to my, team, but you know what? I do the talking and then I send and then I see what it sent. And I'm like, that's not what I said. So even right. that, no, you know, it's too small for me. It's too small. It's too much. You want to know what I use as a, as a watch? Zippo, nothing. I'm done. It's like Vegas in my life. Let's go. No time. No time at all. No concept of time. Jen, how about you? Concept of time. Uh, Yeah, way too small. I I couldn't see that if you paid me. Um, I've never actually seen someone use it. Like, so I don't even know. It Mm. just seemed like a weird concept to me in the beginning. And um, like, how do you type? I can't. I can't fathom you that. You don't. Yeah. You don't. I guess she's yeah. right. I you guess don't. you. Okay, yeah, you don't. But whatever. And the whole thing is dumb. Some at the two times that I've had encounters with it, it's been somebody else who said, "Oh, sorry, let me call you back from my real phone, or let me write you back from my real thing." I, I answered this on my Apple Watch, and I thought, "Well, then, what's the fucking purpose if you right. have to go to the other device?" And then the last thing I will say too is that I, you, I just, I long for the days when we were untethered to computers in general. Yeah. Right. And I just feel like this is one more step that's even closer. Like it's, it's literally attached, attached, affixed to your body. And I don't like that. It's hard enough to get away from your phone, which is in your purse, but it's not actually sitting on an appendage of my, of myself on my person, as they say, I yeah. can't, ugh, no thanks. It's enough. Well, Jennifer, you actually brought up a good point. Like, cause if I'm, I don't know. Like, let's say I go out and take a walk. I'll stick my phone in my, like my leggings pocket because let's be honest, 
we're only ever wearing leggings these days, guys. Um, But I'll stick it in there and I have my AirPods in. So I'm basically doing that. I just have a different one. Like, why do I need a phone and an Apple Watch and a computer and an iPad? Like, oh my God, Apple, you are taking over the world. It's too much. What are they going to give us next? Like Apple t-shirts? Chip in you your know, head. that it's going like, to take head. your, <laughs> chip in your head, Apple chip t-shirts that, that, you know, monitor your heart for no reason because your they phone already can have do it honey. and your watch can do it. Yeah. yeah. This is what I mean. They all do the same thing. Why do you need them all? Ellen? So, <laughs> so uh, I, I, so I have two comments. I pretty much agree. I have no need of one. Uh, I have a son who wears one. Um, the uses I have, so the reason they're, I think the reason a lot of people get them is because they want to have a glorified Fitbit. They want to have a really a fancier, it's a, it's a fancier fitness band. B you can, for my son, for actually for my, the guy who is the trainer at my gym, his girlfriend gave him one for his birthday. And what he said was it's convenient for me because I'm out on the floor and it will ding with text and I can see in a heartbeat who it is. So I don't have to carry my phone around with me when I'm working out on the floor. So if you're for some reason in a situation where uh, carrying a phone is too much, like you can't carry your phone, like exactly. If you're in a high pressure supermarket situation where you're (laughs) managing a lot of clerks. Manager for for a supermarket. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You can't. Yeah. If you're a royal taster, if you're a royal taster and your eyes have to be straight locked on the king or queen while you're tasting, you can't be looking at any, you could look at your wrist in case someone's like, are you going to get out of there soon, mom? Are you going to be able to pick me up after you taste that pot roast? Jennifer, you could have really used an Apple watch in the 1600s. Yeah. So I think I think it is a nice to have. The only thing I will say about it in its defense in the day that I'm waiting for it is far, far off in the future. But um, as we age, these things will become the, the um, what do you call it? I've fallen and I can't get up. These will be the, um, so these will be the. Um, like the, the uh, what is it called? The, what is the, the thing I've fallen and I can't get the up? The, no, 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 not the clapper. The clapper turns your light something on Something alert. Off. It's the first alert. Medical it's the first story. alert. So it so what it can do and it's starting to do is it can measure your pulse. It can measure if you've fallen down. It will know because it has a gyroscope in it. So if you are, if you're 90 years old and you're living alone and you want to be able to, and I say this from experience with an older relative of mine. Uncle um, Dick. Shout no, out. no, not Uncle Dick. Oh. But um, but if you want something that um, that will alert somebody if something's wrong with you, then you have it on your wrist. It's much more likely you'll have it on your wrist than carrying your phone around in case of emergency. Yeah. Okay, but, you're going to say and, exactly and, what I'm going to say, Jennifer. Okay, so that's fine if you're elderly and you need that for that. That's why I said purpose. years in the future. Right. Yes. But what I'm saying is right now, no, I don't like nobody the fact needs it. No. That Apple would have access to my data in terms of how I sleep, where I walk, where I go. There's already so much tracking going on on your phone. Yeah. I don't think I need to also give them stuff about my body. Yep. And I don't like that. It's very big brother to me. And lots of people don't seem to mind. It's crazy. I know. Well, well, we all don't mind with our phones. You've seen the articles where you have to turn everything off about in terms of where you go and stuff because they're all mining that data and tracking it and using it and reselling it and selling it for a third time and whatever. So, Mm -hmm. but do they really need to know what my blood pressure is and my heart rate? And like, that's not good either. I don't like that at all. And I just just told you ladies that I have a 
appointment with the doctor next week and I have to lose a quick 20 <laughs> I know, in the next 20. Yep. six days and yep. get a new liver. And so I don't need my Apple Watch sharing that information no. with my healthcare provider. Jennifer, you have, a, you have a busy week ahead of you. Wow. I have a lot to do. Right. And yes. you know who you should be talking to? This takes me back, believe it or not, to one of the few Three Stooges episodes I do recall. Oh so let me relay to you at the end of the episode. The chubby one? Are you going to compare me to the chubby one? No. The So this it's one of my favorite early special effects from the 1930s. The Stooges are running away. They're so always, many to choose from. Oh, there's like two. Um, they're running away from someone who's chasing them. They owe them money, no doubt, or they've broken a vase. Who knows? One of the two. And so they're, they're hiding out. And where do they land? It's like it's always like the hijinks are. Oh my God! The priceless vase. Run, Mo. Okay. And so they they end up. In, they're like in a spa gym, 1930s gym. No, barely like a Schwitz parlor and so the only place the only place for them to hide is they jump into the steam boxes and basically they're like three steam boxes all in a row and they put towels over their heads and they wait for the cops or whatever to go running running by right so they're in the steam box they're stuck in the steam box like and the steam coming out the back right they're clearly like in these boxes longer than they should be and so so at the end they they take their towels off their head and then they open out the front of the box so that they can climb out because they've escaped from the cops and the and the special effects is they have they've like pasted skeleton bodies on them from the neck down so it's like the sauna melted them down to their bones and they go walking like skeletons yep that is impressive. How did I get on that story? I don't why, even know anymore. This is why the Three Stooges is yeah. really dumb. My only takeaway from that entire series was their lawyers, which were Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. That's the only oh, thing that's, I could ever No, that's remember. car talk. That's and car I talk. I have used that before. I that's car talk. talk. That's car talk. That's click and clack. That's car talk. No, that was that was Three Stooges. Really. Did they still have to check that out? Because Car it Talk takes Dewey, credit for that. Because yeah. Dewey Cheatham and Howe was in Cambridge in Harvard Square. Yeah, but it but it was based off of the three. It's a Three Stooges line. That makes total sense. The that only thing I sense. know from Three Stooges is how they always like scrape the face with the hand, and then one of the dum dums did this, so like put the put the hand up so you couldn't scrape well, the face. It's all very. I do that. I do that to this yeah, day. Yes, too. you put you put the block yeah. up over your nose, so if someone's trying to poke you in the eyes, Again, they can't get this you. is the this is the stupid. Uh, oh my god, this okay. is so dumb. And all this. right. Listeners, these two just get worked up when we start talking about the Stooges. So we're getting out of here and we're going to speed round. All right. Let's start out as intellectual as we can get. Well, as good. we like to be. As we like good. to be. Good. That's that's how I like to kick things off too. I know. Well, that's how- with a big stain on my boob. Yeah. I- oh, hello. Sorry. You're gonna have to explain that to listeners. Oh, sorry. Wine mishap. Let's call it a vino mishap. All right, try this on. Literally try this on. Would you rather all your underwear fabric be slightly itchy or all your swimsuits be slightly too small? Itchy underwear. Oh, I know my answer right away. (laughs) I know my answer right away. Then you can can kick it off. I'm going to pick the bathing suit too small. And here's why. Because it sucks you right in. And that is fine (laughs) by me. Sometimes I have been known to order a bathing suit a size too small, especially those of us with a larger front porch. It just pulls it all right in and keeps it where it should be. I am fine with that, but itchy underwear. Oh my God. (laughs) There would be not a moment's peace in your day. The entire day would be uncomfortable. 
there, you would never, ever have a respite from that, honestly. And, and, and again, between that and my hot flashes, I, 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 I would definitely open a vein or jump out a window or something like that. The, and also bathing suits, you wear them sporadically, at least here where we live in downtown city. It's yeah. really only one out of the four seasons. And for some of us, we try to get in, limit our time in them in general for obvious reasons. So yes, that's, that's where I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the bathing suit 100%. And, um, and the underwear never, ever in my lifetime. Alex? All right. I'm actually going to agree with Jennifer. And I originally, and I had to, I had to go back and forth in my head because A, I have a pool. And so I spent a lot of time in the summer. Is she talking about the pool again? Is she now bringing up the pool? Okay. But does anybody care about it now? I mean, (laughs) yeah, I do. I missed it all summer. (laughs) God damn it. Well, that's true. That's true. That's a good point. Damn it. But so I do spend time in the pool and I will tell you, listener, dear listeners, quarantine has not been kind to any of us. Okay. We've all True. put on mm. a couple of LBs and I have had to say, you know what, self, those bathing suits that used to fit you a couple of years ago, they don't anymore. So it's time to move up. And I realized that by having to try to get myself into them, it is not fun. Yeah. And and spending a day in a bathing suit that's too small is very hard. Jennifer, I don't know how you got smaller ones. I, I can't get in or out of Oof. that. Is, and again, think of the bum, not just the front. Think of the bum like that is the, super car, bad. The endless wedgie. Yeah. But I suppose you could stay in the water the whole time that nobody would see. That aside, the underwear, again, back to putting on a couple pounds and getting up and older and whatnot. I've gotten new bras lately and I'm telling you, it's I'm a new woman because they don't hurt. <laughs> They're not uncomfortable anymore. Everything fits. The underwear, everything. You know what's great is a good fit. Nothing yeah. feels better than something that fits. Nothing feels worse than something that's too small. <laughs> it just hurts. But being itchy on your bum bum all day long, no, no, I can't do it. I'm and and as Jennifer said, here in downtown city, bathing suit season is once a year. And even then, thank God, go underwater. So yeah, I think I think we're three for three. I think we're three for three. Um, I don't like either of these options. I have lived more often with small bathing suits than I have with itchy underwear. Um, I, I, I mean, I think I've had. I know there was a period early on in my life when I had highly inexpensive underwear. For some reason, someone bought me day of the week underwear. Remember that? Yes. Monday, oh, yeah. yes. And they were always made by the most reputable manufacturers. Um, so there were just you know, like emblems pasted on the front of it that would just rub your stomach raw. Uh, it's Tuesday. Well, yeah, it is. It's branded right below my belly yeah. button. Um, so I, th- I, I hate both options, but I'll take the too small swimsuit. And you know what? Based on this is like old lady speaking. Based on what I see out there in fashion on the beach, like there's no such thing as a too small bathing suit fashion wise anymore. It's just too small comfort wise. So mm-hmm. if I can power through it as I leap like a sea nymph through the waves as I want to do, people are like, <laughs> "Who's that?" Oh, it's just I, wa- I want to know nymph. her. I'll 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 hang tough in that in that what just became a thong against my will. I will. Yeah, I'll do it. Do? I'll take it. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, no one's looking at the three of us on a beach anyway. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're usually surrounded by crowds. We, we're, <laughs> totally. It's like, you need was, to leave. Hey, you, you three? three need to leave. <laughs> Literally, they don't even see us. That's, okay. Of course. We're just the big fatties in the way of the hot girls. Behind. We are 800 years old combined. <laughs> and they're just like, are they women? 
Is that what they are? Are they women or snowmen? What are they? Those bathing suits are too small. That's a lot of skin. Anyway. Shouldn't have done that. All right. Let's go to this one. A little more cerebral for you. Thank God, because that one was super easy. I'd like to really stretch my brain, so I'm excited for this. Okay. (laughs) That was the fakiest answer I've ever heard. All right. Here we go. (laughs) Would you rather be funny but really stupid or boring? Uh, Check, by the way. I was just going to say. I don't even need to know. Let me finish the question, Alex. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Stop it. Would you rather be funny but really stupid or boring but really smart? Funny and stupid. I I walk through every (laughs) day. You feel like that's where you are. (laughs) I just do. And you know what? Also, like, I think of who I like to hang out with. I mean, do I – Hey, I have some very, very smart friends and I'm, you know, and lots of times I sit there and I'm like, oh my God, Ellen, you're one of them, but you're funny also. Genius. Um, but I mean, like, you She's know, when you sit there and package. you talk to somebody and, and you're like, oh, I didn't know that. That's so cool. I, I, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm still, I'm still a, a funny dum-dum and I just want to be, I want to be amused <laughs> and I'd always rather take someone who's funny and I'm not going to be like, you know. I didn't think you were that intelligent because you know what? People in glass houses don't throw stones, Ellen. And I know I am. So I'm that way. That's who I'm going to surround myself with. Plus it's fun to laugh and thinking is hard and a lot of work. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken by the funny, dumb person. Uh, Jen, where do you come in? But hold Um, on. Three Stooges are so stupid. (laughs) They're wrong. I ever watched them. I'm not that dumb. Sorry. (laughs) Um, yeah, I, again, to Alex's point, I don't want to be slapstick funny, but to be, have a modicum of, of wit in, in humor. Yes. I'm, I'm down with that. I'm going to pick funny and not so bright. Um, but if it would be fun to be smart for a day, I'm not going to lie to you. I just want to know You're what smart, it's like. Jennifer. You're way no, smarter like, than smart, I am. Smart. I mean, not no, that no, that's no, saying no, a whole no. lot. We're talking know, like, really. It's fun to be really smart for a day and like really see the world. I bet they see the world totally different than when than how we do, right? They probably probably. I don't know. I'm too dumb really to think do. about it. <laughs> they, they're probably like all the things that that people find confusing in this world. They're like, why is that confusing? The answer is obviously fill in the blank you know i don't know it would be fun for a day but no to to live a whole life like that no i'd much rather be dumb and laugh and there's you know bliss and ignorance and i mm-hmm. these times more than ever you really need to laugh it's really lovely and i feel like also um not to get too um deep on this <laughs> so important topic yes <laughs> yes but i feel like um Humor is something that connects a lot more people than intelligence does. And I feel like not, not that I want to be the most popular person in the room, but I think that like you can, you can meet more people, make more people feel a certain way with your humor than you can with your, um, you know, your Your smarts. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with that route as well. Ellen. All right. You two dummies. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm interested to see where Ellen lands because listeners, I'm going to tell you, Ellen is an Ivy League graduate. Stop with the Jesus Christ. But she also has done stand-up comedy. But yeah, you so did this is going to be like so you really are, for you. Yeah, yeah, you are literally the perfect combo of these two. And I was a supermodel. So <laughs> there's also and that, there's that dimension. Too. The and whole Sports Illustrated dimension. cover model thing. I mean, this it's, really. Uh, 
I hate having to choose. I mean, right. it means giving up a part of myself. It really, it really does. I think so. It's it is a tough question. Um, I would hate. Part, well, this is Alexing a question, but it's like, boy, if you're maybe if you're not self-aware of how dumb you are, then it'd be ignorance is bliss, right? So if I don't know, right. but I'm having fun and laughing all the time, that seems like a more joyful existence than being super smart. But if I didn't know I was boring people, then I wouldn't feel bummed out in any way. So, I mean, I can go down a rat hole on each of them. I think like it makes it sound like you get to be funny or you get to be smart and it's making it sound like you're sucking the joy out of life if you're smart. Right. That's the, that's the way the question sounds to me. So I would have to take funny. But, but you say that because you're funny. People who are smart would not say that. They would consider that to be just the ultimate, the pinnacle of greatness, right? True. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. I think so. There are probably right. people who would just and, be, and I want my brain to operate at the maximum capacity. Right. And they don't put humor on the same level as intelligence. Like they put humor down here. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's true. Continue. No, no, Continue. no, 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 you're absolutely right. And we do hold it and much as much as our listeners might not see it come forth as often as they might like. We hold humor in high regard. <laughs> we, we well, do. I what you might hear here. To what you just said, Ellen, I was going to say, I think that it comes down to like what you value more. Like, like it, you were talking mm -hmm. about what brings you joy. Like, would you like, because I think there's a lot of people who'd be like, I don't really care about watching comedies. I love watching documentaries and learning and I love yes. reading and, and going to blah, 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 whatever like that, like that to them brings them joy where to us, again, I know I said like the three stooges, but like, like a quick laugh, Tommy like boy. that to me, Tommy boy. Thank you. Excellent point. Like that to me makes me super happy and joyful and whatever. And if I could bring that to somebody as opposed to someone being like, wow, I, you taught me something I never knew. Like, honestly, I'd rather go for the quick laugh. So I think that it, it, it depends on like, again, what brings you more joy? And what you're saying is what brings you more joy is, you know, is, is that laugh, although it's going to be a hard one for you because you're a very, very smart person. Well, so all, all of us are, right? And we value our intellects and use our intellects. So it's very hard to get, it's hard to get inside this question and go, okay, imagine just not thinking deeply about anything because you're dumb, but you are happy all the time and you, you joke yeah. around with everybody and you have fun. Yeah. It's very hard to imagine being that person because it's just, it's, it's not how we exist. Or the other side being like, wow, I, I, I do like going deep on subject matter. I do like finding things out. I do like learning more stuff. I, that it, it does fulfill me, but not being able to like really have fun and laugh, like really and make, pe make other people laugh. Like I can't imagine not doing that. So it's a shitty question. God damn it. And <laughs> I thank the, the universe for not making us have to choose. We get to be a little of this and a little of that. But don't you like, we all know people who are just nice and they're like hey that was so nice and they'll and like you'll tell some like stupid story that's not even that funny they're like oh my god that was so funny and you sit there and you're like that wasn't that funny whatever and i just let me tell you like, something are they just smart people let me tell you something. So long ago and far away, as you mentioned, I did stand-up comedy. At the very beginning of my career, I took the very first stand-up comedy class ever offered in the United States, which was at UCLA, to learn stand-up comedy. And there were probably 20 people who came to that class. 
And every single person who signed up for that class had someone in their lives that said, you are so funny. You should do stand-up. Every single person in that class. Let me tell you something. There were like four of us who had remotely any reason to be on stage. And I include myself because the instructor told me, hey, you can do this. If you want to do this, you can do this. You have it. There were people who absolutely had no business. No bu- and they made me laugh the hardest. They're the ones that made me. They got up there. They told their jokes that were groaners and that were terrible. And I love them as much or more than anybody else. But in this world, thank God, everybody thinks they're kind of funny. I mean, some people tell you, like, I'm not really funny or I don't tell jokes, but most people think they're, they're, they, they, got a, they got a good story to tell. You know, they got a funny, yeah, no, let me tell you this one. Can you believe it? Like, there are lots of Three Stooges running around, <laughs> running around the planet, which is great because everybody's operating at a different level of intellect and a different level of humors. And everybody should be able to laugh at stupid stuff that works for them. You know what I mean? But being super smart, I have a friend whose husband, we call him Dr. Science. He's really brilliant. And he loves me. You know why? Because I am something that he is never going to be. Like he just, it, like he'll try to, t- he'll do jokes with me and he's, and he's a funny guy in his way, but he's, and, and she said as much, she's like, he, he watches you like a scientist because he is outside of what you do and he loves it so you're like, much. You're like, you know? you're like the monkey at the zoo. He's watching you and he's taking notes and he's putting together <laughs> like, he's putting together like a report. That's it. He's oh, believe me, he's documenting me. If he could figure out how to scientifically make himself funnier, he would do it. And that's the thing. And anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to go down the rat holeness because I got another good question. But anyway, okay. I I think we're in agreement. We live for laughs. That's who we are. We're living for laughs. Yeah. You're not going to be able to pick between this one. Well, actually, it's it's kind of riddled with controversy. Let's go. Oh. Would you rather dance like Michael Jackson? Oh. Or sing like Freddie Mercury. Dance like Michael Jackson. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I, I feel like you are. <laughs> I didn't even open my mouth. So yeah, okay. go for it. So I think I might be a little embarrassed to just be like in a group of people and be like, you know, whatever, you know, just burst out and stuff. But being able to dance. Like, so you don't mind. Wait, let me stop right there. So you don't mind bursting into dance in a group no, of people, no, but bursting into a song is a little life. embarrassing for you. Yeah. But, no, but bursting what, into a dance move. Oh, totally different. <laughs> yes, it is. And here there's numerous reasons why. Oh, there's Ellen scientific reasons, as a matter of fact, because no, I'm so no, smart. I know. Them. No, they're just funny <laughs> reasons. Um, no, but uh, okay. So there's a bunch of different things, but, but like the most obvious is like, you know, I just, I can't see myself, like, if a song came on and all of a sudden getting out there and, like, singing, like, Freddie Mercury or whatever, I feel like people would be like, who the fuck is she or whatever. But, like, there's a lot of times when, like, dancing could break out, you know? Like, there's a few people who get out there and they kind of, not get out there, you know, when, like, if a song comes on, like, you kind of dance back and forth. Mm-hmm. But if you just sort of join in, if you're not, like, let me be, you know, the star act or whatever, like, if you just kind of join in and all of a sudden everyone's like, dude. Have you seen like Lady Michael Jackson over there? Like she's incredible. Like I feel it's Alex like, is Lady Michael. <laughs> I feel okay. like I feel it's like a very subtle way to hey, be like, aren't Day I awesome over there in the corner? Oh my god! Did you see the moonwalk I just saw in the living room? <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I want to meet her. Yeah. Also, I would. Li- uh, yeah. Also, listeners, can I just give you a tip? 
Recently, literally in the last week, my son, who is 11 years old, just got turned on to the thriller video, the actual video. We have watched it numerous times, and I am telling you, it has held up. It is so good, especially in these in October times. We should all be watching. Totally. It's just fantastic. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Michael Jackson. Now, granted, Michael Jackson in 2020. He has not held trouble it. a trouble story. He has not. He has trouble story. However, the dancing and the video, if you take all it's the true. other stuff away, it's mm-hmm. terrific. So that's what I'm gonna do. No offense to Freddie Mercury. He was he was a talent and he had some teeth. <laughs> talent with teeth. But that's that's it. That's okay. right. That's Jen, my stand. Jen, are you moonwalking with Alex? Where are you? Yeah, I'm gonna go opposite on this one. And Ooh. here's one. Number one, um, <laughs> I love how Alexandra has painted a picture of a specific example, like a party or at a bar or whatever, where we're well, all going to burst into something. Where someone is going to burst into either song or dance. Like, it's not like. Who are know, these people? Have, it's exactly what I mentioned, too. I know. It's not like you've been given a gift that you'll have throughout your life. No. For either of these. No, you know, but she's but in the corner of someone's living day. room. It's this one day, this one time, when someone's either going to break out and do the thriller dance, or <laughs> or we are the champions. We are the champions. The- <laughs> exactly. So she's she's. It's an either or situation, and she's chosen. But I I'm going to go with the long game on this one, and I'm going to say that um, in terms of skills, yes. I feel as if. Um, the f- well, first of all, Freddie Mercury has like one of the greatest voices of all time. Like his yep. range has never been matched by anybody else. He, do, like he's yep. he's legitimately got range that no other singer has ever ever yeah, crazy. been able to to duplicate. Um, and Michael Jackson was a good dancer. Don't get me wrong, and he invented the moonwalk, and that's great. But I think like he's got probably I'm gonna go with like nine to ten, maybe a dozen moves that are signature. That are definitely him. He wasn't Barishnikov. He was just, you know, a guy who who did a really great job in a couple of videos. And God bless. He really, you know, after as Alexander said, he hasn't held up well in terms of public Mm -mm. court of public opinion as of late Mm -mm. for obvious reasons. But I think I think the singing we're we're let's boil it back down to singing versus dancing. They're both beautiful, beautiful things of which I am not talented in either arena. Um, However. I feel like the singing thing is a, is um, much more of a gift from God. Like you either have those pipes, like we were talking about Freddie Mercury with that range. Like that was not something that he was taught. He was given that. And so we've discussed singing before on this podcast. I feel like that's a gift. And if you've got it, then you should definitely like Flaunt go it. with it. Whereas dancing, I feel like also a gift, but um, you can be taught a lot easier with dance than you can with singing because I don't know why, but I just think. But you does. feel that way. <laughs> Many dancers may disagree with you. But That's okay. great. Probably now we're getting the dancer <laughs> mail. The I'm dancer just saying, hate mail. I'm just saying, I'm at Alex's party. Yeah. Back to Alex's party. Where, oh, yeah, where, where everyone busts out into bloods. things. Yeah. yeah, and you can either do karaoke. There are going to be people busting out yeah. into sculpting. I will say, be- in, in your specific <laughs> example, Alexandra, I think if I grab the mic, and really, like, belted out a Freddie Mercury tune like mm-hmm. that. I it might be just as much of a showstopper as you doing the Thriller dance. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm just I'm not, saying they're on par. 
That's I and I, and no, I'm just saying that I can't wait for this party. I cannot <laughs> wait. I agree that it's going to be a showstopper. I'm saying I would be embarrassed to be like, and right. now I'm going to sing. Right, but, like, in, but you're not embarrassed by pretending because you have a genius a voice. Right. Unless, but you're not embarrassed by trying no. to be a werewolf. No. Okay. No, no, because there's going to be many people dancing. No, I'm no, just going to be the stand No one said that. No one I, said that they were no, all going to come up. In my party. That's what I said. Lots of people were dancing and I came out and I was the standout. Like if I'm going to be singing, am I going to oversing all those people? Then if I you're have Freddie to Mercury, you will. That is a good point. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. okay, I'll give it to you. All right. All right. You make a good point. You make a good point. I don't know. Let's go to Ellen. Let's <laughs> ask her. Good God. <laughs> good God. Again, I'll give anything to be at the bust out party where people's talents are just spewing in different corners of the house. Whoa. Look at that guy. He's a juggler. Did you he's see a the juggler by the entryway? <laughs> Did you see the welder in the driveway? He's just <laughs> melting iron. It's unbelievable. Everybody is using their talent at the bust out party. Dude, there's a xylophone player in the background. Oh, you gotta go killing the bones. He's, He's just, it's, you gotta hear it. Um, I will, this one's easy for me because I have always said, I always said, if I ever get invited to Alex's, what am I gonna do? Um, because I have always said that I, if I could pick a God given talent, I could, I would sing. I would sing. Like, I am, it's completely envy because you got it or you don't. And, and dance, I'm sure there are people who are born to be talented dancers and they, and the, and the greatest in the world are, are born. A dancer. Um, a singular sensation. Yes. Oh. Um, but I would, I would take it any day. And yeah, I, I'd bust out. Are you kidding? Everybody would be forced to listen to me at your party from about 7.15 until 11. <laughs> and they'd be like, uh, we gotta go. The kids are, you know, the kids growing. Yeah. Alex Ellen's, would be like, Ellen's Alex still singing. Like, She's on Bohemian like, Rhapsody. You're not going to want to miss it. She'd be like, can you, do you know the words can, to Thriller? Can, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then all of a sudden, Alex just starts moving down the hall. <laughs> who do is my that? best zombie. Oh my God, who is that? Yeah, no, I will take singing. I will take singing. And, and, uh, and all of us, just to be clear for our listeners, because they're probably curious, none of us have any of those no. skills at all. No, we the, don't. No God-given talents whatsoever. <laughs> we God. are just like all of you listening out there. We sing along to any song we care to as loud as we possibly can because it's because it's a free country. So we're going to, uh, we dance and nobody wants to see that, but we do. So there you go. And those yeah. should be the rules. Back to being joyful. It's like in lieu of being like Michael Jackson or Freddie Mercury, both troubled folks in their way, sadly, um, we'll just do our thing. We'll bust out anyway. That's the mm -hmm. thing. We're going to bust out anyway at the bust out party. Cannot wait for that party. All right. We have time for one more, but I'm going to keep you short. Do you hear me, Alex? Do you hear me, Alex? <laughs> Yeah, I'm good because our poor listeners, they like us on a timetable and I want to I want to keep us succinct. Okay. And this one this one's tricky. Okay. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Ready. Would you rather breathe fire every time you talk or have everything your hands touch turn to stone? Fire every time you talk. Everything you touch turns to stone. Doesn't mean your mouth or your hands look any differently, it's just a powers that you probably don't want. I got it. Go ahead. I, I got to think. Go ahead. I'm going to go turn to stone. And um, here's why. Because uh, I like the gift of gab. 
I can't, and I would feel bad every time I opened my mouth that I could potentially really hurt someone, you know, or, or, you know, light up of, of a forest fire or whatever, yeah. but yeah. It, it would hurt people around me. And I feel like turning things to stone, I could easily put my hands in my pocket. I could still live somewhat of a normal life walking around and just not touching much. Um, I don't feel the need for all that tactile stuff that much. I mean, it would suck like you can't give your kids a hug or anything. There's no that good option stink. here. There's no yeah, good that option would stink, here. But I'd rather not be able to give my kids a hug or my husband a hug versus light them on fire. <laughs> I yeah. think that's a good, that's a that's good answer. There you go. That is a succinct answer. Yeah, all right. I'm, I'm with Jennifer too. I'm going to go yeah. like Elsa in Frozen. You know, like she turned everything to ice, so she put gloves on and then of course she escaped. Whatever. Spoiler alert, guys. I'm not going to tell you the <laughs> ending of it, but watch it. It's a great movie. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> are you kidding me? Every time I talked, I would have yeah. burned this computer, this microphone. I would have been like, this is a horror show. You'd have to always, if you wanted to say something, go outside and face nothing. That's 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 crazy town. Yeah. Yep. No, I'm just not going to be able to touch anything. Although it's, I, I mean, do I have to eat with my mouth only? You're going to have like to get no help. Hands? You're going to have to get help. Yeah, I could figure hard. that out. There's a lot of stuff going on, but yeah, I'm with Jennifer. I don't want to hurt anyone I love. I also don't want to melt the computer because I want to keep doing sidebar. Ellen? I can't. I'm so, I'm almost weepy thinking that one of your considerations was being <laughs> able to continue with the podcast. So, I was going to go with the computer. So, yeah. so if the Greek gods, the minotaurs, and the centaurs mm -hmm. all get together and decide to uh, torture you with something, you're taking what protects the sidebar, and I appreciate that. Yes. I really well, do. I don't think there's guys. any question. Yeah, fire is fire is just too damn scary and yeah, all over the place, and I would hate having big mitts made of stone. Or every time I touch everything, something turns to stone. There might be some good things to turn to stone. I haven't really thought about it. If you people um, you don't like, yeah, tap somebody in the shoulder. <laughs> Although you could you could mistakenly touch someone you do love. You would have to be violent. very careful. You would have yeah. to be you, you well, Alexandra. Think. You could work it to your advantage. You could wear like oven mitts on your feet, and then the moonwalk would be that much easier <laughs> because you wouldn't want to touch with your feet. <laughs> oh, I see. At your big party. Yeah, yeah. You just good point. slide yeah. all over the place. I'm Look how it all wraps up. But it's gonna be very hard for you, Freddie Mercury, to sing because you're gonna be lighting no, everybody on fire. No, I can't. Yeah, that's why. That's yeah. true. Well, I took it into account. Okay, all right. That's why we're sure. both stone hands. We're all doing stone hands. <laughs> totally. You Not guys, Stonehenge. We, no, we almost agreed on everything today. By the way, that's a that is we did not quite shoot the moon, but we almost did. Came close. You are right, and I'm gonna have to work on that because controversy is our middle name. Well, well, we did disagree on the moonwalking and yeah. Fred, oh. Freddie Mercury thing. Yeah, that's true. We had a couple. We had a couple of moments. Three Stooges kind of went back and forth a little bit. Nobody is really ready to invest seven hundred dollars in an Apple Watch. Nobody no. seems to. Yep. Seven hundred. That's how much they cost. Oh, I that's, definitely don't want. There's way cheaper too cheap ones. For for, I think there's cheaper ones for like three, three fifty. Yeah, but they're not. Yes. They're not cheap. They're yes. not cheap. I think. We, <laughs> Apple oh. has enough money. Don't worry. Yeah. Apple has enough money. <laughs> Apple's like, we're good without you there, Shumway. No, yeah. Don't worry. Well, I'm just, I think it's time to wrap it up. I want everybody to just Keanu a little mm. bit, right? How about a cool breeze above the sea? Just imagine. Okay. I'm imagining a breeze mm. and then I'm imagining Keanu. Mm. <laughs> I love Keanu. Mm. I, I know. Like we do. You know what? He seems like the kind of guy if we said, Keanu, three middle-aged women, work at a podcast, love a quick call from you, or even a drive-by, drive-by in the neighborhood. Or surf anything. by. We surf by, we can keep it safe. Yeah. Totally COVID, COVID ready for you. Mm -hmm. Just, um, just digging you a lot. Yeah. 
So we're putting it out there in the universe. If I get a call, I'm pro- I promise I'll tell you guys. You will never tell no, you us, you big liar. No, I, of course I will. Okay. No, I won't. I'm not going to. No. <laughs> Keanu's mine. <laughs> that was a special effect, courtesy of Three Stooges. That was great. <laughs> All right. The oxygen has left the room. It's time to say goodbye, ladies. See you next time. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.